I made this video for two different groups. For Christians, I hope to help you see how the Lord has shown me the heart of most people involved in the New Age movement. It is important for you to separate the baby from the bathwater and see some seductive realities about the New Age movement without fear or accusations that I or others like me and my ministry are promoting the New Age. We are not. We as Christians are to be able to share the hope we have within us to others that they may desire the same for themselves and that is a relationship with the real Jesus. You need to know more about this movement that is not of God. You need to see the members as kind, caring individuals who did not buy into the dead, empty religion of Christianity. Many went searching for a deeper sense of spirituality. The problem is they found the counterfeit first. They were never told about a relationship with the real Jesus. Unfortunately, when many New Agers are encountered by most Christians, they get accusations and condemnation from a contest of arguments called apologetics instead of seeing love and understanding mixed into a gospel presentation. We need to show them the Jesus they never knew, like Jesus did with Matthew. For New Agers, I want you to know I understand your belief system and God has shown me your hearts. I want you to know that because of Jesus, I have a real concern and love for you all. This is my last appeal to you because soon none of you will be on this planet. Your long-awaited hope of a rapture, personal to all New Agers, is coming soon and you will be leaving, but you will not be returned. This is a great deception put upon you all and warned about in the Bible. You need to know that much of your belief system has real physics to it, but just because something is real does not make it real good for yourself. These truths are sandwiched in between a false premise that you're still evolving and that the wrong conclusion that you have been chosen by the universe to lead mankind into a higher uh, vibration of life cycle. No, this is not going to happen. Please be patient to watch this entire short video and I hope to be able to show you the realities that you might be better prepared for the real Jesus. The best example of truth buried in a false premise and wrong conclusion is the most important belief of the New Ager. Probably 75% of the New Age belief system is founded on the third eye, the pineal gland, and DMT, external and internal. You need to know the Bible does address all of these beliefs as truth. But from the biblical perspective, there is a serious warning about this knowledge in context of application. Christians, it is important for you to know much more from this unknown biblical perspective. You need to understand the real physics that is mentioned in the scriptures. In this way, you may carry on the warnings to an unsuspected generation of New Age followers and give them real answers and the warning to them it is a matter of life and death in the coming days ahead. So now let's learn some truths from both camps so as to provide a meaningful answer that can mean life or death to millions. Enter the reality and warning of the third. As Christians, we have been blinded to some of the works of the enemy, Satan and his angelic and human followers. Satan has a specific plan to usurp God and replace himself. This is called the mystery of iniquity. Knowing this, it is only logical to see that he will impart certain knowledge to his followers and at the same time try to blind the eyes of those that follow Jesus from these truths. This is just common sense to warfare. Today we will address one of those secrets, the third eye or the pineal gland. There is a truth to this, but just because there is does not make this necessarily a good thing. There are two sides to this coin and we will bring both together, so let's discover a balanced understanding of this. What does the occult have to say about the third eye pineal gland? 
the occult, including the New Age, because they're actually one and the same, believes that this third eye, pineal gland, is a dominant part of mankind's evolution that needs to be developed so we ascend into the next evolutionary level. The various meditative states and practices of yoga are the exercise that are supposed to help develop them. They believe this enters one into the supernatural realm of activities as being intuitive or as an instant access to knowledge from a collective consciousness. Telekinesis, which is moving objects with your mind, being an empathic, a form of mind reading. Astral projection, which is out-of-body transportation to different places and realms. Channeling healing power to others. Even martial arts forms of exercise like Tai Chi and a means ultimately to connect to spirit guides, ascended masters, and other higher powered beings. They believe the third eye pineal gland is the gateway to ascending one's mind to have these godlike qualities. Most of the activity the New Age is involved and centers around this development and is what is called ascension to a higher vibration. What might seem foolish to many actually has the physics behind some of their claims that it has a not so good ending to all of this. Scientists now understand the pineal gland in its lower functions is connected to our sense of moral justice or our moral compass. It is what causes us to want to take a stand and be active against injustice. They now theorize that this higher function of the brain through the pineal gland may be the key to all of the New Agers' beliefs. As most scientists believe, like the New Agers, in evolution, this shared belief brings their logical conclusions that the pineal gland, or third eye, is a latent and unused, but will eventually open up in our progress of evolutionary development. So assume science and the New Agers are in agreement of the evolutionary development of this as a form of scientific religious hope for mankind's future. History and actions by nations and governments would seem to confirm this reality. The occult government of the Nazis regime started to use fluoride in the public water when Hitler came to power. The Russians copied this and used fluoridated water in Siberia and the Ukraine where the Gulag prison system existed. Margaret Thatcher, former Prime Minister of England, has a degree in chemistry. When Ireland had their civil war, she suddenly became concerned about their tooth decay problem and fluoridated the country's water system. In America since the 50s, most all public water systems and bottled water contains fluoride. Why? Because it is known that fluoride calcifies the pineal gland and makes it ineffective to work on the moral compass of people. It makes them passive. Skeptics are quick to say that no official tests have ever been made to prove that. Certainly, the elite have prevented this testing as they do not want you to know what they are up to. Private testing, however, has been done and the proof is out and why these governments have used fluoride in their water to keep people from revolting against oppressive dictatorships. The Nazis also believed in the gateway of the mind existed via the pineal gland. Research and development produced the MK Ultra Control, Mind Control, and Remote Viewing programs gleaned by the U.S. after the war. They derived this technology from the occult beliefs of the Nazis and their testings. Now, finally, we need to see what the Bible has to say about all of this. While in prayer asking the Lord about another topic, the Lord told me to look up everywhere I open up the eyes of others to see or understand. Well, it took only two verses in context to find what the Lord was talking about. I will give you this amazing breakdown of these two verses, which will give us a complete biblical perspective of the pineal gland. While Jesus was walking on the road to Amanus, two disciples met and followed him on the way. Jesus concealed his identity from them. When they came to the city, they sat to eat, and then the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw the man they were walking and talking with as Jesus. 
By going back to the original language on just several words, the scriptures open up a very real process that had just happened. The word for eyes, 455, means as a gate or a seal that was opened. The word for opened in this context is metaphorically speaking of the eyes of the mind. It is where we get the cliche, the mind's eye. I want you to see the development of this here. In New Testament 1272, Dion Noyogo from New Testament 12:23 and 4:55. These are the prefix and suffix to the root word. In New Testament 12:23, a primary preposition denoting a channel of an act through in a wide variety of applications. Now, in Thayer's, it has a, uh, an additional meaning to 12:72, meaning the ears and the eyes to restore or to give hearing or sight. That's truly incredible right there. Restore or give hearing or sight. This is important. Now, then the other part from 303, um, oigo, means to open up. Literally, opening up a seal or opening up something that had, is being restored. It also has the connotation of ana, 303, as a primary preposition and adverb to mean up or an extension as being higher or at a different level, a higher level. So in this technical development of word usage in context here, it could be telling us on a very important fact. We are being told that like opening a seal or doorway of the mind, a prior condition as a firstborn inheritance, our prior state before the fall, regains the ability to perceive things that have been cut off and prohibited because of the fall. Some could say restoration was the fact that Christ hid his identity and then normal perception was given back. In a standalone verse, this would seem like a perfectly logical conclusion. However, the idea of a firstborn gives us a timestamp before this hidden identity was made that goes way back to the fall of mankind. It is commonly understood that for some reason we only use less than 10% of our brain's capacity. Some say it is still evolving while the Bible says clearly that this was the result of the fall. We also have to look at other scriptures to see if there is a further clarification of this. Now let's look at Ephesians 1, 17 and 18. Paul is admonishing believers to expect the supernatural from God in a relationship with him. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints. The promise here is that, that is that you as a believer may have access to supernatural knowledge beyond human ability in wisdom and revelation. Now by looking at three key words in the original Greek, we can discover an overlapping truth as to where this is being done. Eyes, New Testament 3788, is where we get ophthalmology uh, from New Testament 3700, the eye literally or figuratively by implication of vision to see. New Testament 3700, is, which is an alternate of 3708, it means to gaze with wide open eyes as something remarkable. Understanding in New Testament 2588, cardia, prolonged from a primary car, Latin for heart, figuratively the thoughts or feelings of the mind, also by analogy the middle, the middle of the mind that is. What could that be? Pineal gland or a biblical reference to the third eye. Enlightenment is something to shine, transitively to brighten up, literally or figuratively, 
it is to shine or remain manifest by rays. In these three words, and its full development by the words in the original language, we have the ability to see something remarkable, wide open for all of our eyes, including the middle or third eye, the pineal gland. This process is by rays of light, alluding to the synoptic brain system of obtaining and sending information. This is truly remarkable in that if the Bible is truly God's word, and I believe it is, it is telling us that a prior condition can be and is restored to us by our relationship with the Lord, and we can have access to parts that have been turned off by the fall. It is in the middle of the mind, and it is controlled by God's will and grace towards us. This can only mean one thing. Just as God sends angels to protect and minister to us, it is at His will we are to seek only Jesus, not angels, as they are middlemen, not the main source. In the same manner, we can have access to our prior state of brain functions through the pineal gland, but it is only as directed by the Lord through a relationship with Him. In any other form or manner, to do this apart from Jesus is an outright act of rebellion. The lie is that this is not some product of a continual evolution of mankind. We were created in our fullness and with all abilities with which at the fall is a lesser state. To use our minds in that state would be disastrous. If you don't believe me, think of how life would be right now if we could all reach, read each other's minds and thoughts. It would be the end of society because we really do have a sin nature. I find it true that the birds of a feather do flock together. Why is it that the elite and the various organizations related to them are all obsessed with the pineal gland? It is said that the gland looks like a pine cone and that image appears either from a top view or side view on Masonic, Illuminati, even the Roman Catholic Church, and all occult and secret societies that are related because it is part of a final act of rebellion inspired by Satan and promoted by his puppet minions, human and demonic. When the pineal gland is bisected, as in an MRI scanning, it is discovered that it looks just like the eye of Horus. This is yet another proof of the obsession of the occult and the part of the plan of Satan's rebellion. Consider the pineal gland as a switch. What this switch is providing the brain with is a chemical release of dimethyltryptamine. DMT is the chemical that is released through the synaptic nerve system within the brain. All of this process is pure physics and it really comes down to who is flipping the switch. There are many forms of DMT that are external. A shaman may eat a type of cactus or mushroom that produces DMT. This gives the individual a euphoric state of mind which then gives them the dream state like place to enter into higher functions of the brain. It's like a kickstart for the pineal gland to produce more DMT, turning the switch on to a higher function of the brain. The result produces real experiences in contact with the supernatural or paranormal realms. Combat soldiers who have to depend on each other for their lives experience a kononia, a DMT producing bond of fellowship that unites them going past preconditioned separations of race, ethnicity, or social stature. This is where the scriptures describe the fact that the rain shall fall on the just and the unjust. The rain meaning the power of the Holy Spirit in the process of DMT. This is why role-playing games on the internet with others from all over the world play live-action games, experience the same results, and why these games become so addictive. DMT is addictive and many are driven to seek it out both externally and internally. This is also reflected in worship being the Lord Jesus. As we come together in praise, the Lord is said to occupy our praises. This again is in a process of releasing DMT into the brain and opens up to the higher functions of moving into the spiritual gifts. We desire more and it is addictive, but our addiction is to be more like Jesus, 
with the intimacy we have in this time of worshiping God. Now, before some of you Christians get scared or upset as if I'm trying to diminish God's supernatural work, I am not in any way doing this. Just because we can explain the physical order and structure God created for himself to work in does not take anything away of his sovereignty and total control over it. It all comes down again to who is flipping the switch. If you are trying to flip the switch by yourself, for any reason, it does not matter. You become a rebel. The contact you seek can only come from the paranormal meaning the power surrounding you, but not from above, by God. You are flipping the switch without recognizing the Jesus of the Bible, and you will have experiences from what you think is the universe or the Akashic Record. I find it amazing that you have the faith to believe in a sentient program, but not the power that created the program. Imagine it like a computer. You have a program created and powered by the computer processor. The program depends on the power from the computer chip, which is the heart of the entire computer. So you have faith to believe in the program, but not the faith in the power source. You seek the product, but reject the power source. Christians recognize the power source as all-powerful, loving God that has made every provision in our life, here, now, and forever to come. The universe is only a created thing, not a sentient thing. This is the name I call Earth. It is the name that explains the reality that we live in today. The present-day Earth is a result of a stupid mistake made in the Garden of Eden that caused mankind to lose their weight, walking awkwardly in confusion until we fall asleep. We are asleep to the fact that the two trees in the Garden of Eden represent two-dimensional portals. One, the tree of life that leads to God's plan with his promise of being joint heirs and co-rulers with God in all of creation forever. The other dimension, the tree of knowledge, leads to Satan's plan to provide his own form of eternal life and eternal realm if we follow him. The problem is, because of a stupid mistake, we are now in the wrong dimension. We are in Blunderland. The path taken by Adam and Eve was the portal that led us via the Tree of Knowledge, a linear history that will lead mankind ultimately to his own eternal state and body. Satan gives a false hope through providing mankind with a secret science and technology that will provide a cheap form of eternal bodies and realm. But that eternal state and end is called the Lake of Fire. Jesus undid this paradox of parallel dimensions on Calvary. When he undid the paradox, he became the only bridge for you to escape the inevitable. Look at the tricks and lies with events that are being used against you to keep you asleep. We will expose these things so that you can wake up and find the only way out and cross the bridge of the cross to the way back home, your home in heaven with your Creator. That which is has already been, and what is to be has already been. And God requires an account of what is past, Ecclesiastes 3.15. Everything has already been done, and we do live in a matrix of blunderland. So let's find our way out in an attempt of losers. So do not be taken back by this. In Revelation 19, if you are trusting in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we win. We have these promises that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. So what, me worry? Nah. But it is important to be aware of this. Pray for the New Agers who think they are serving God and doing light work for Him as they may have their eyes also open to the real Jesus and His provisions. New Ager, if you have actually watched this video up to this point, it is because you truly have a chance to change your ways before it's too late. You see, we are all in a similar situation. Christian and New Ager, we have to unlearn many things to relearn a different perspective on things that may seem new but only reinforces what we already know as our reality.
you see we are part of a result of a quantum entanglement. Quantum physics has proven this linear mortal life we call reality is not real. It is a literal matrix. So whose matrix is it? Satan. That is why he is called the little g, god of this world, and why in his insanity he offered this realm to Jesus, as long as Jesus would bow down and worship him. He is the prince and power of the air. This is his domain, actually, his dream world, and we are all stuck in it. But you, dear Nereager, are about to be removed in your waited-for rapture very soon. Some of you may have never even heard of this rapture, but believe it or not, you will be taken in it. If you go, you need to know you are never coming back as you were promised. Never. In the real rapture of true believers in Christ, some will be taken, and outside of time, we as the entire body of Christ will have a marriage supper with Jesus. He is the groom, and his body of believers are his bride. Satan, to mock God, will have his own reunion when you are taken. You will be with him to partake in the feast of the beast. There's only one big problem with this. In mockery to God, your meal with Satan means you are on the menu. You will be consumed just as the elite of this earth has done, directed by fallen angelic and demonic powers that led to such horrors as Pizzagate. This is no joke, as many Christians have had dreams and visions of this event. This is your last attempt to reach you before it is too late. Christians, I give you permission to record, copy, and make as many DVDs as you can to pass out like tracks to anyone that might need this message. For those of you who want detailed descriptions with scripture, you can get my book, Beyond Science Fiction. In it, you will find all of the detail and scriptures to confirm this, and more important, find your way out before it is too late. I will give you my email address so you can get my home phone number so we can talk. Yes, I am willing to take the time to talk with thousands if there are that many interested. This is the most important message you need to know right now. Jesus knew this event would happen when he clearly uh, stated and warned in Matthew 24:26. He says, Wherefore, if they say unto you, now they, meaning false prophets and false Christ. says, Wherefore, if they say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. The implication here is that Jesus knew that someday someone working signs and miracles would say, Go to certain places to be caught up. We are in that time, and false Christs and prophets are deceiving even the elect for a short time, but they're going to snap out of it. New Ager, you will not have to give up your gifts that you feel you have. The enemy has sidetracked you into a counterfeit. The reason being these gifts were yours at birth, and the enemy knew you were dangerous to his plans. The fact is, if you are a healer of the body or an empath to emotional healing, a psychic who is prophetic, whatever it is that your gifting is now, when you accept Jesus Christ of the Bible, your gifting will be turned back into the original plan God had for them. All you are doing in the process is relearning your gifts to its intended fullest power who gave you them in the first place, the processor, not the program. To get my book, if you are in the continental U.S., you can get it from my website, The Best Value, for $15. That includes postage. If you are anywhere else, go to Amazon. For $23, you can have a local distributor get it as a Prime member free, with free shipping. Please, everyone who is a follower of my videos, make this video go viral for the New Agers' sake that they do not have much time left. The millennial generation really knows what is going on by concept, not necessarily by names or labels. 
They grew up with cartoons, documentaries, role-playing games, all teaching these concepts. Anything by Marvel or DC Comics has more truth on theosophy and quantum physics than anything I have ever seen anywhere else. Here is a graphic construct of BMT, and here is a piece of jewelry purchased at one of many holistic new age shows, typical across America. Yeah, it's that real. Please, New Ager, if this is tugged at your heart, I want you to take a leap of faith toward the processor Jesus. He has said we have all failed and come short, but he paid the price to be the bridge back to where we belong in his kingdom called heaven. Now, you can know peace that you do not have. You can see from the inside out instead of trying to look in as a stranger. Admit you have fallen short like we all have. It is called sin. Invite Jesus to come into your heart and guide your steps in a relationship with him and out of this mess we are all stuck in. Pray with me now. Jesus, I know I have sinned, and I believe you are the bridge back home. Please forgive me and come into my heart and guide me and my gifting and my whole life to your will. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me and redirecting my life with you. Amen. Man, if you just prayed this prayer, you can contact me on Facebook under my name or email me at awitness41 at aol.com. I will give you my phone number and we can talk. I am also on Skype. My screen name is Echoes1013. May God bless all who have continued to listen this far into this video. You will overcome because you are loved by the process of Jesus and have accepted him. If you haven't made that simple commitment, you need to, as I believe, at best, you have only months, maybe even days, to make the decision. God bless you all, and goodbye. God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven